What's fucking good, TJ? How are you? What up, loser? Podcast time. I hope you're ready. Pod time, baby. Oh, bitch, I've been ready. Come on now. You know, I've been up early. I've been getting my calisthenics in. You know, I've already okay. hit the Theragun, hit a workout. I had some water, you know, watch my mom um, start making my favorite Christmas treat, which I shared with you, um, which I would love to get your feedback on. Yeah, your Christmas treat is pretzel dipped in white chocolate and then a, a couple red and green Christmas M&Ms are placed on the white chocolate. So you get a you get a salty, crunchy, sweet treat coming, and this is this is a old Black House tradition. Yeah, this is an ongoing. Yeah, this is a, a long-standing uh, Christmas treat that my mom makes these and fills up a giant Ziploc bag of them, and I do my best um, to eat you know less than two handfuls a day and fail over and over and over. So this is this is a tough snack for you to avoid, is what you're saying. It is. I mean, my willpower at this point is pretty extreme, but unfortunately, you know, during the holiday season, um, you know, there's there's more treats around the house than usual because my parents, much like me, know that if you keep treats around, they're going to get eaten and try to avoid that themselves. Mm, yeah, leave leave your treats around me, bitch. Your treats going to get yeah. munched up, is what you're saying. Eight. Yeah, don't leave your treats around me. True muncher for real. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> The muncha from down under. Yeah, you you do love to munch That's, off. And are you are you planning on gaining any weight this holiday? Fuck no, loser. I've been doing two days almost every like since I've been in Atlanta. It's been amazing. Damn, good for so, you. Okay. Are you are, um, are you working out solo or are you working out with Bay? Are you working out with your family? Um solo. I only work out solo. I I don't I mean, we we went to Barry's today, but normally uh i'm just going to the atlanta barbell club mm-hmm. for my lifting and and mostly ring sessions and then there's some yoga mixed in some running of course uh tennis you know the usual the usual suspects mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay good yeah i know you haven't been, i know you haven't been doing shit except eating and drinking is what it looks like for me i've been i've been doing a lot of eating and drinking that is for sure uh it's today is going to be yet another day of just stuffing myself and it's it's getting a little tough on the body sure it's not it's not putting up great numbers on the scale but i've i've accounted what's the, for oca- that. What's the occasion what's the occasion today for all the stuffing <sighs> looking like a damn tall turkey well today today is cookie making day in glendale and and then the famous tj thumbprint famous tj thumbprints are about to go down i got bay at the store copying my ingredients and but then tonight um Jonah from Friedman's, the uh, the Jewish ish restaurant in L.A. Mm-hmm. He's uh, shout out to all our Jewish listeners. I hope you had a wonderful Hanukkah. Is yeah, is Hanukkah done? Yeah, Hanukkah was done this week. Yeah, Damn, it's a wrap. Yeah, shout mm-hmm. shout out to all. I, you well, guys. but yeah, we like we um, we did like a little prefixed menu purchasing thing on Friday night where we had like. The uh, the brisket, the lot keys, the matzo ball soup, a black and white cookie. A so you're once again stealing Jewish culture, but you don't even know when Hanukkah is. Classic, Jason. Well, I'm not. I'm not stealing Jewish culture. I'm just simply celebrating small businesses in a time of need. I see. Ever heard of that? Whatever you got to tell yourself. Yeah, I've heard of it. Are you kidding me? I love small businesses. I just bought a smoothie today from Arden's Garden, a classic Atlanta small business. So go fuck yourself. Hey, go fuck yourself. Yeah, well, hey. um, you know, I did, you know, some good news and some bad news. Bittersweet over here. Um, the good news is I did just get the vaccine this weekend, but it, the bad news is it's making my lip fillers act up. And I don't really know what to do. <laughs> I, I noticed you haven't been posting as many selfies as usual, and I had to assume there must have been something wrong with the fillers. Yeah, I've mainly just been kind of posting hand pics and like arm stuff, but not no real face because arm stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yo, what? Yo, I heard she a freak. Yeah, bro, she's into that arm stuff. It's crazy. I'm tired. A little arm play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's advanced, but I, I did I did that that was a joke. I did not get vaccinated, but I am reading that people are reporting that if you've had facial filler injections. Mm-hmm. that the vaccine is giving you an adverse reaction where it's making your your lip fillers act up and you, you kind of get swollen and puffy in those areas act up city girl's voice i imagine yeah um, it's making well, it act up 
And I've, Echo. my heart well, goes out to all, I, all, <laughs> all the filler, filler my stands. My heart goes out. Well, I think that we're going to see, luckily, a lot of those like Instagram filler type chicks are also anti-vaxxers. So they're, they're, they're luckily they've, they've kind of transferred from fit tea and like workout advice to, uh, anti-vax content. I've seen a lot of anti-vax content. Yeah. That is a good point. Check, checkmate for those, for those people. They said, Hey, I ain't taking the vaccine any damn way. And you know, I support that. And those people are not smart. I don't support that. (laughs) Fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. You can take your little mushroom broth and do something else. Like get the vaccine. I, I plan on beating COVID all natural okay i don't i don't use like any Mike performance Tyson? enhancing drugs to help me get through it <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna stick it out because it it builds character it puts a little hair in your chest that's true I, I that's i mean that's how i feel about being bullied for being fat when i was younger so i guess i, I could look at covid the same way <laughs> yeah i was being bullied for being fat when i was younger just last night i was having having dinner with um with bay and and emily oberg and we were looking at old photos and there was a photo of me holding a dog, a large dog, like a baby. And I was like, oh, look at this. Here's me and this dog. It's really funny and cute. And then my girlfriend was like. They were both like, you're fat. They are like, wow. <laughs> but this, is, this was also not like when I was a kid. This was from like two years ago. I'm just like, yeah, I noticed. Yeah, you just, you look kind of, you don't look fat, but you just look a little, a little puffier maybe. Was at that, at that era in your, in your tj tenure were you gone off the goose quite often you think you think it was alcohol mm, I, mean, I wasn't or? i wasn't like noticeably fat fat but it was it's more of like in the face i'll be the judge of that was, you can go ahead and send the picture over it was probably you know it was probably like i don't know 15 pounds more weight than i have now which is mm. which is not much mm. like you can't really tell a big difference on my body but in the face like my face looks a lot less puffy Yes, because part of your signature look, beyond obviously the gargantuan height, is a a hollow face. That's a TJ signature. So if you do if you do get fillers or eat too many treats during the holidays, you will puff up, and then you become just like a giant marshmallow man, which is scary. Well, I, I mean, when you say hollow face, that doesn't sound good. You know, it sounds better. to Oh, have I'm it. saying. Well, it's coming from me, Jason. When I say hollow face, it is good. Okay, that's your. That's coming from a place. That's a of complete. pure jealousy. Yeah, a complete. Yeah, I'm jealous of. I mean, I discovered my cheekbones existed a couple years ago. <laughs> um, they're still not quite as defined as yours, but we all have something. We we you know that's why we podcast. <laughs> yeah, I saw, that reminds me. I saw some tweet about about people hating on on your boy Timothy. Shamalele, and you know, everyone was hating on him for all of his trash fits and everything. And somebody was like, "Yeah, you know, you guys are over here talking shit on on our boy Timmy while he's over here slicing pieces of paper in half with his cheekbone and jawline <laughs> structure." Which is like, you know, the haters the haters can um, can keep on hating. Cheek cheekbone I mean, look, he's, Twitter he's is, hating. is winning right now. All that hate is just lying in his pockets. You know what I'm saying? He's in Dune, which I guess people care about. You know, he's got movies coming out. Are you going to watch Dune? <laughs> Fuck no, Just for bro. Tim A? So last night, though, this the last night I did settle in. We settled in for some television watching. I got to say, I was shocked what I saw, Jason. Okay. Uh, okay. We did some We did some so holiday. I, I turned night. on. Well, first, 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 we watched the, the Meryl Streep movie on HBO Max, which is pretty good. Um, I think I watched that. What's it called? Where she's like an aging author, and she goes on the Queen Mary with her friends. Oh yeah, yeah. She has to. She has a fear of flying, so she has to take a boat cruise to. Well, do that you learn that she's not scared of flying, but that's a different. Oh, I mean, I'm not going to ruin the movie for people. Perhaps I've said, but um, but yeah, pretty good. But, the, but, but old, first, we warmed up. Bitches, they on a boat. Well, Candace Bergen. Candace Bergen is a fucking legend. There's a great Candace Bergen like profile in New York Times a couple Sundays ago, and it was just she's just really out here like living it just saying you know, whatever I was, she feels like i was like, actually I watching that movie i think i fell asleep before it ended so i, I kind of stopped caring but i was i was thinking about candace bergen and i was like she has been looking this she's been looking this same way for the last 30 years like she hasn't aged really much either and that's either a compliment or a or a not compliment because she's either done such a good job at looking young 
or 30 years ago she just looked really old and she still looks old so i don't know i don't know if it's a good thing or a bad she thing. she looked i mean when she was younger she was like a total knockout like insane you know what yeah. i mean she was i believe she was a model before she was an actress but i mean she yeah, definitely but, had some i mean work that done, was I mean, that was like 50 years ago you know yeah for sure for sure watch that pretty good but we did watch the song exploder um three episodes of song exploder the killer is obviously the best one nine inch nails bro can we talk did you watch it yeah i love the nine inch nails one i'm a little i'm like i i like it i mean i think that song obviously we're both of the right age to like remember that song and how big it was and that record and how big it was and how like controversial it was too Mm -hmm. but like i'm just a little like bro you're 50 years old you're filthy fucking rich Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you got all the awards and you're still talking like you're a 15 year old like outsider i just don't buy it Mm mm-hmm well, I just don't buy it. Well, what do you think? Do you think he's like now that he's a, a multi multi millionaire, he's won Oscars and Grammys and Emmys and and toured the world. He's he's living good, but he's still talking about being like a, a pained, troubled artist. Is that what your beef is? Yeah, it's hard for it's 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 it. Look, it very well could be true. I just have a hard time believing it. And maybe he was just channeling those feelings from that era of his life because he was talking about that song. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Which is which makes sense. I do think the part about like you know uh, him turning the record in and being like, "There's no single," and then that song being so big, and then having a second life with like the Johnny Cash cover mm-hmm. um, is a, a very interesting, like funny, funny thing that that mm-hmm. kind of happened that is obviously completely unplanned. But something about him, he just didn't seem, he just seemed so, so serious in this right. way that's like, dude, you got to relax, Like bro. you, so you kind of, like, I have to imagine now that he's, you know, in his 50s, he has like, you know, a hot wife and a couple beautiful children and he lives in some sick ass house in Bel Air or something probably. And, you know, he's just, he's a big cyclist. He's like playing golf and shit. Like what, like what is really going on? Like, I feel like your life is pretty chill at this point now. Big Trent. But, you know, once a pained artist, always a pained artist, I guess. I mean, that's definitely the shtick. I just never, I mean, Nine Inch Nails was obviously very big and like a thing that I participated in to some extent, but I, I just can't, I don't know, I know why. You're, you're not I, a I big man, man. But I just can't take it seriously. Like I, I can say the songs are good or bad for sure because that's just being subjective. But like the whole shtick and like I break all the instruments and wear eyeliner. I, mm-hmm. I just that whole shit. I'm just good. I'm good on that from any band though. <laughs> that's that's the same reason I hate Marilyn Manson. It's like just relax, dude. Well, like, one one thing I, I did I, like about that song Exploder episode was it was you I, you were actually learning interesting musical facts yeah. from an actual musician Agreed. where like when i was i was watching the dua lipa one and it was a really good yeah, it's one like eight songwriters but it's just her like and then i met with my vocal coach producer or, you know one of four of them and they were like you should sing like ooey instead of ooh ah and then that's when i knew yeah. the song and then it was like we originally yeah, dude, the song like said cool. hot damn and then we were like what if it said goddamn and then that's when we struck gold and then trent is like i played the fourth minor c um d major scale on this one and then we hired this string uh, arranger from from bangladesh and he laid this in and we i bought this guitar that's exactly how the garage sale to that the most interesting part like i was watching that with uh with bay and and we were both gone um gone off the the chronic and she was like damn this is a good episode like he like trent really knows like about music and stuff this is crazy but that's what you had to be as a musician back in the day the part where he talks about like sampling the tuning of the room Mm -hmm. to get those atmosphere sounds that shit was sick that was very very tight Mm, only a producer would know that one you know exactly and as a as a producer you know i'm a vibe guy you know what i mean so i'm a little bit more of a a vibe guy i don't really touch the knobs i don't really do any samples i just kind of feel the music in the room so i appreciate i appreciate trent's more more hands-on approach but um i actually still think so i watched do it too and i think that was the most to me that was just like oh you don't really do anything you just show up and sing and there's eight people that write the song which is i i'm totally fine with but I just after listening, I watched her, but that that couldn't have come as a surprise to you. No, definitely not. But I watched, I watched um, her on SNL last night too, and I don't know, man. That music just doesn't do that much for me. It's like fine, but it's it's kind of middling. It's not as good as her her older stuff. I would say 
Like, I'm not mad at it, but it feels like background music, and her tattoos really bother me. I have to be honest. What are the tats? I haven't even noticed any. Just like her arms, like bad, like just like stick a and poke script of a kinda. word of something, and like a heart. Just on your bad tats, bro. Just bad tats, man. Yeah, I mean, what what pop princess doesn't have a bad tat? Her voice is insane. I love it. Like how deep it is. I think it's really cool, and I, I think she's got a really powerful voice, and it's great. But like, yeah, the 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 songwriting prowess did not come come through on the uh, on the episode of Song Flutter. Yeah. But I still say, after watching those three, uh, I still think the REM one might be the best one of the series so far. Yeah, I really liked the REM one too. It was good. It was very good. Um, same kind of vibe. Of I like, just think. Are that, you sure this is a ukulele song? Like it's never going to be. Yeah, big. totally wait it is totally big? but then yeah like them talking about being they were somewhere insane like in africa and like there's no radio and somehow the signal comes through and it's playing their song oh yeah you know what I mean? like, like that kind of Chilean shit like, rainforest or something like that like, yeah i guess this, i guess we made it guys i guess we made it um but yeah so we watched that and then you know in a in a trying to break routine you know instead of watching mm-hmm. a few episodes of of west wing uh before you know um singing a lullaby i i i decided to um check out the new uh andrew schultz four-part series on netflix your boy schultz from the brilliant idiots bro honestly so the first one so they're they're 15 minutes each or 16 whatever you know like around mm-hmm. that they're they're 15 to 20 minutes each and they ta- i guess there's four and they all talk about different things and the first one's about covid and Five minutes in, Alex was like, this makes me want to cancel my Netflix subscription. <laughs> like, it is that bad. Like, I can't believe how bad it is. Well, what like, exactly it's literally is him about it? So it's him sitting in front of a really ugly green screen. First of all, he's wearing a St. Laurent teddy jacket like it's 2014. Mm-hmm. He's wearing Stone Island cargo pants that are are like tr- joggers at the bottom. They have elastic at the bottom. <laughs> and he's wearing fucking rude high tops. So he looks insane. He looks so bad. Yeah, I saw and another video where he was wearing a rude like sweatshirt polo jumper thing who wears fucking rude dude that's he's insane rooted, he's rooted down he's deeply rooted down to the socks baby. i hope he gets it for free i hope he gets it for free but i know he doesn't so yeah. it, it, he it's just it's literally him talking as fast as he can <laughs> about covid and making quote unquote jokes and then there be there's a little obviously there's a little window and window next to his head that has visual elements to go along with it mm-hmm. like a, it like is, a weekend update uh, style or or something like that yeah and I'm not exaggerating when I say this is one of the worst things I've seen on television in years. Like, it's really bad. And they do this weird angle where, like, is low and just unflattering. It's just all really cheap. It feels really cheaply done. Mm-hmm. And there's not a single thing in it that's funny. It's not funny one time in 17 minutes. Well, like, you and I are funnier in 17 minutes than this guy is. And he's a professional comedian. So I've, I've heard, you know, comedians on other podcasts talking about, like, hey, have you seen, like, all these videos that Schultz has been doing? He's been, like, killing it during quarantine, making these little YouTube videos. I didn't watch any of them, but I think it, it seems to have, like, a real short attention span theater kind of vibe of just like banging you over the head with a bunch of jokes and yeah i I don't i i I never really thought he was funny when i used to listen to brilliant idiots like what i mean it seems like it was five years ago now at this point i haven't listened to it in a long time probably was i think that podcast has been around for you know seven years i think he's he seems to have gotten better at comedy like he's more confident and he feels like he's like a real comedian who's part of the club now but I don't know. Like I, I, I watched a little snippet of of his special, and it was it was a lot of clever, fast jokes, but none of them really made me laugh. I guess I don't know. No, it's not funny, but it's also <laughs> like you're not John Stewart. You know what I mean? Like you're not like I don't I don't tr- I don't care to hear your opinion on like real issues because you're like a comedian you're like a nobody comedian. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you, there's no I mean maybe he's been beasting in the underground establishing this voice and we're just not aware of it, which is very possible, mm-hmm. but like I honestly was shocked at how bad it was. Like from production va- side to the contents to like the clothes, like everything about it is abysmal. Mm-hmm. I guess what I like. I wanted to like it. I wanted him to win because I listened to the podcast, as you know, much, much to your chagrin. I listened to the podcast. Yeah, I I guess like on the positive side, what I like about him is he seems to have like 
like a upbeat kind of excited spirit where he's like he wants to do yeah. he wants to do well he wants to perform he wants to keep the conversation going and he's not just kind of like lolling around like older comedians just being like i just i it always bugs me when people don't really have an opinion on anything either way they're just like yeah i don't know about that and like he always at least tries to offer some type of take on something whether it's good or bad and and i appreciate that because that's one of my biggest pet peeves is when yeah when the, you know when the i guess it's kind of improv but just like conversationalism or just as a comedian you should always be talking and you should always have an opinion on things and you know you should be not afraid to have them be something that somebody disagrees with perhaps and i like that about him i mean i think he's he yeah i mean but he also my whole, I mean, I like that too. I don't disagree with you. I just think and his that's whole, probably like, maybe the only was, thing I might like about him. He was very much like, fuck the gatekeepers. Like I'm doing this myself. I'm on YouTube. I got fans. I'm going to, I'm going to killing it. And then like, of course, Netflix calls and he signs the deal immediately. <laughs> so it's like, you're just full of shit. Like everybody else. Like, of course you want to be on fucking TV. Don't act like YouTube TV. Ain't YouTube, bro. That That's two different <laughs> categories. Sorry. Like uh, maybe you make more money on YouTube. I don't, I don't know what your financial situation is like, but like you can't talk this much shit about the establishment and how you're not accepted and then sign the deal immediately and then put out this like unwatchable shit. It makes no <laughs> sense to me. It's it's crazy the arc of this whole thing, but I mean I would love to hear what other people think about it because I I was honestly shocked because I I came into it like I said I listened to the podcast I don't think he's funny but like I'm pretty familiar with his whole thing um and not like I, I thought maybe this would be like his step into like the real realm you know from a podcaster and and like YouTube mm-hmm. comedian to like the real shit but. <laughs> I don't think I so. I think <laughs> he he does fill um fill a demographic void though of like some kind of cross between like a, a Chris D'Elia and uh um Jesus and Miro kind of energy of like sneakerhead yeah. streetwear culture you know but he's also white and D'Elia ish even though he ain't raping. Forgot about good old D'Elia. Yeah, I, I think. I would agree that he does fill that that void. And that's and a that, bit, that's you know, an interesting thing with that, that should, if you could stick with that huge. and be, you know, like people have said especially after the um last episode where we had Walter from Gorilla Biscuits on of saying like, you know, you guys are kind of like filling not filling a gap but like uh bridging the world between, you know, like hardcore straight edge culture and then like current pop culture, you know, whatever shit that we're doing. And there's not really anyone that's doing that right now, and it it seems like a, a demographic or a world that is not very big. But I think it's I think it's bigger than I realize. And if we could tap into the, those straight edge bros, well, I'll tell you, I'll tell got, you what's a big a, world. We've got fans is, for life. I'll tell you what's a big world is definitely like white dorks who wear Yeezys, and that is definitely that's the biggest market <laughs> that's to tap a much into if you're a comedian. Demographic that dra- yeah, Cristalia, Cristalia driving a G wagon and wearing Yeezys and like is is the biggest demographic that that is what the world is now. That's what men are, unfortunately. Yeah, that's, so, that's definitely enough you know, if to you build get, an empire off of. Yeah, if you and also like you got a little money, you know, you hit StockX. You know, what I'm saying you could be like your favorites, mm-hmm. and I'm. You would think that me living in Glendale, I would be able to appeal to the white guys wearing Yeezy demographic, thanks to my Armenian brothers, but I haven't been able to crack the code yet. They haven't let me into their world. Well, look, there's there's still time, TJ, and that's what you have to keep. You always have to it's remember. Gonna be, there's, there's, I'll, there's, I'll put it on my, my 2021 mood board because 2020, it's a freaking dumpster fire. I already give up on it. Um, You know, and, and so moving on to something... Um, arguably worse barack obama's favorite music of 2020 oh shit um, i gotta pull that list up you know and there's some surprise there's some surprises that are positive but there's i would say mostly negative but i mean what do you expect from a president i mean the, your, the presidents aren't known for their musical taste but like the thought of obama banging mac miller is just so sad i feel like to me. mac miller always appears on his list so i mean one thing i will say i i don't like that barack obama you know an older man who is very busy who has been a two-term president of the world he has songs on this playlist that i have not heard and he has some musical picks that you know, just, well, Jason, I, let's be real. He ain't making this list. He, you think yeah, Barack Obama's listening to Earth Gang? 
He ain't listened to Earth Gang. No one's listened to Earth Gang. <laughs> I think it's possible. Mm. Fuck no. I just want to know, the, when, you know what I when does Obama even have time to listen to all this music? Bro, when he's at the gym. I think Obama stay in the gym. Okay, so he's so he's at the gym. He's working on his wet little jumper, and he's like, "Alexa, play Gunna featuring Nav," um, or <laughs> or just like, "Oh, I gotta I gotta bring that JID and Earth Gang back one more time." The cool, all right. The one thing I do like about Obama is that he, like myself, is Jeff Tweedy Hive. Mm-hmm. So you love to see Tweedy on the list. I mean, we got Phoebe Bridgers on the list. We got Waxahachie on the list. We got Bruce Springsteen, of course. But J. Cole, her, Janae, no one listens to Janae Iko, bro. Yeah, no but, one. But when you said, like, of course, he's got this, this, and this on there, to me, a J. Cole and her and Janae Iko are, the most are of yeah. course for him like it's it if J Cole didn't appear especially a track called The Climb Back which i assume has to be some type of <laughs> celebration of you know motivational hustler spirit yeah good point you know like if, if that wasn't on his list then i would be worried what would it be but you know who is on this list? ATL Legends fucking Goody Mob, baby. You already know. Yeah, is that an old song or a new song? I'm not sure. No, they have a new record this year. But also Chris Stapleton, like, come on. That that feels like you're throwing one to the whites. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess I, I have to wonder, are his daughters influencing this list? Or is there just somebody whose job this is? And, I think that and is this probably... a job that the government can pay you for to put a playlist together for the president? <laughs> We should we should talk to our connections at Spotify. <laughs> yeah, we should. Yeah, there is. I mean, somebody else. I saw them tweeting about they were interviewing Barack, and he was talking about like how when he was younger, he used to like like really. He had no. Maybe it wasn't a problem, but he had a habit of trying to like a- appease the 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 females in his life by saying like he's into things that they're into. And then they they posted that quote next to him liking a Phoebe Bridger song on his playlist. <laughs> and they're like, you know, he's like, why is he like dry snitching on his own damn self by doing this? Like he's exposing himself by. But I mean, I can see him listening just, to freaking Kyoto. I mean, Kyoto is a smash. But he also, I, I saw this actually on Faye Webster, Atlanta's own, who I'm a fan of. But her song is on here as well, which is pretty like. That's pretty underground, I would say. Yeah. Like for the president, the former president of the United States. Like, well, that's what I'm. That's, uh, that's, that's, a, kid. that's a prime example of what I was saying at the beginning because, like, I don't, I've never heard of Faye Webster and I've never heard the song, but yet, you know, this man who is like sixty and very busy doing a lot of things is is apparently blasting this on the uh, on his Beats by Dre's, and I, I, it makes me want to do better in 2021. I mean, I think that I think that I think Obama just keeps the Beats by Dre on when he's traveling, you know, promoting this fucking book endlessly. He's probably just he ain't listening to How Long Gone. That's for fucking sure. We didn't make the list. We don't know that for sure. He he can't publicly <laughs> say that he likes this, but you know, it's. Do you think there's other people that can't publicly support our podcast but want to but quietly love it? There has to be one hundred percent. But I mean, people that matter, not like your mom. <laughs> Well, your mom hates this podcast. I worry that my mom. She hasn't listened. I mean, she when I when I was doing my first podcast and then I started doing the food podcast. After that, there was that was a big motivation for me to do the food podcast was to so I could have something where I can be like, listen to this one, not this one. And I don't know if she listens to this one now, but I think there's a good chance because you know she's she's she retired because now. she's a big she wants to see what she's a big fan of me. I think she's is a big what fan really of you and her, her her son me. So there's a good chance, and she you know she's an adult woman. She could take these adult themes that we speak on. Yeah, I'm, nothing says adult theme more than Andrew Schultz on Netflix and uh, Barack Obama's playlist to really push the R-rated envelope here on How Long Gone. All right, I have to do a, t- a, a test. Mom, if you're listening to this podcast right now, text me, Schultz is trash, <laughs> so we'll know. <laughs> Man, let him know, baby. Let him know. So, so now, um, you know, speaking of moms, now that you're over at Mama Crib, how has that been affecting your um, your output? Are you do you feel like you're tweeting more? You're tweeting less. You're working more. You're working less. 
Or are you, I would or say, you started settling uh, down for your holiday break is what I'm asking. No, the power, the power of me, one of my few powers is that no matter what location I'm in, the output stays the same. It rarely varies. Well, I was looking at your tweets and you didn't have a whole lot of tweets going on in the last few days is what I'm, was why I was asking. Well, it's, I mean, this because there's nothing going on in the world. It's fucking boring. The rest of these bozos slow down for Christmas mm-hmm. or they talk about COVID. I'm, I mean, what else is there to talk about right well, now, you know, unfortunately? If you, I mean, people... I guess as a cultural commentator you need culture to happen to comment to 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 comment upon but you know maybe as we grow and expand into content creators instead of commentors you know it's time to, it's time for you to start talking creating things to talk about instead of talking about things that were created for you what do you say about that chris that's not really how it works jason but i mean what do you want me to create do you want me to record an album i'm just you know in, instead of having a tweet that is maybe a reaction to something that has already happened i'm saying birth oh, birth I, are you art. saying i don't put up enough I, I think you should scroll through because there's a lot of original content in there i mean i know there's the original content, picture but i'm saying you know the, i mean let's create more Okay, I understand. So if you could Photoshop uh, more pictures of me tattooed onto celebrities, that'd be great. <laughs> that was, that <laughs> so, was pretty fire, though. <laughs> that would be great. Yeah, I mean, you know, I knew about Hanukkah because I sent our, our mutual friend Jake Davis a a um, Hanukkah spread for his 40th birthday slash Hanukkah. Mm-hmm. So you got you, you you hooked him up with a bag of bagels, a nice little schmeary. Um there was some schmear. There was a, a lox. Uh, there was um, white fish. Mm. Um, but unfortunately, the the, the Russ the Russ and daughters pack was not was delayed until January, which is fucking pointless. So I did go with Essa Bagel, another famous New York institution. Not quite as high profile. They didn't do a collaboration uh, on a tie dyed logo T shirt with Jake Gyllenhaal. But Ugh. you know, we, we, beggars can't be choosers, Jason. Bakers can't be choosers. What's your uh, Gold Belly promo code for twenty percent off? There's nothing, but Goldbelly's pretty fucking crazy, man. This is the first time I've used it, and I didn't obviously I didn't taste anything because I sent it to somebody. But I'm really into the idea of it, and I I feel like we should order. I feel like maybe some magnolia uh, uh, bread pudding would would really hit banana pudding. Banana really pudding. Hit. Ooh, okay. Yeah, I'm, you remember I, 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 we couldn't stop. We couldn't stop going back to the tub for more. Um, don't include me in this we, by the way. I have self control. Bitch, I saw you. You asked. You asked. Put down a cigarette to have another slop of no, fucking banana I, pudding. I, I, I saw ate it. the least amount of blueberry pudding in that gathering, and I can. I put that on my Is, mama. <laughs> I put. What I put uh, that on did you? Did you create one of your TJ Detroit style pizzas last night? How crispy did you get it, King? I did. Yeah, Oberg came through. We had. Um, Oberg whipped up a very nice chopped salad, and then I, I had the pepperoni Detroit style. You know pie. what? If Oberg if Oberg was a food, she would be a chopped salad. <laughs> uh, please, what what do you mean by that exactly? I just mean I think that that like her making that and doing it well feels very on brand for her. Right. Of all the items that one could cook, yeah, that makes sense. Because she's not going to show up with the she's not going to show up with the natty wine because she doesn't drink. She's not going to show up. Maybe she would show up with a crazy dessert. I could see that for her too. Yeah, she's not going to show up with like I made a pot roast or like I did. Yeah, no, she ain't cooking the whole thing. So she shows. Oberg shows up with the chopped salad um, with the with the rolly on, no question, bust down, and then TJ slaving away in the kitchen making the making the Detroit style pizza where you you cook it in a cast iron pan in the oven. Correct. That's right, baby. Cooking in the cast iron pan of the oven. The, the only problem I had here was I put on a little too much sauce, and it did get a little... Well, Jason, little we sauce. both have that problem every day. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I got too much sauce. Um, otherwise, yeah, it was a great got one. Got a little sloppy, but overall, it was it tasted good. It was a knife and forker. Yeah, it tasted good. And uh, You know, for... for I said fuck What Prince toppings? Street. Pepperoni? Yeah, straight up pepperoni. Yeah, fuck Prince Street. Yeah, we Prince Street is for uh, fucking... I, you know I, who eats at Prince Street? Who's that? Chris D'Elia. That's a that's Ooh. a Prince Street is the official pizza place of guys in Yeezys and G wagons. A hundred percent. Chris D'Elia is the Prince Street pizza of people. One could argue. <laughs> one could argue. Um, you know, it's funny. This came up because for for I found I talked to my mom last night. And for Christmas Eve, mm-hmm. we're actually doing big green egg pizzas. What? Wait, wait. I'm but I'm going to miss out on this. 
I know you're you're con- unfortunately you're, Christmas Day we have a different feast planned which you obviously TJ aware said of. let me uh, let me get a slice save a slice of the uh, of the big green egg and also we'll save a slice I mean my my, my brother in law is a big green egg long time user so I feel like he's mastered it unlike um, our friend Decatur Dan he an Eggman he an Eggman damn okay well I'm I'm, I'm going to be there for Christmas dinner is there a way that the mm-hmm. egg will be incorporated into that spread or or don't get my hopes unfortunately up? it's at a it's at a different location uh it's it's at his house uh and the dinner the Christmas Christmas day feast is at my parents house so that, that okay would be impossible. for Christmas day is um, is is it just going to be your parents there or is your extended family also my going my, to be- my sister my sister and her husband and will also be there and the kids hopefully not that's a lot (laughs) it's about to be a movie okay well while i am okay this changes everything because before it was just i was just thinking that i was going to be coming in and all i had to worry about was your parents i've already tangled with you many a time as our listeners know but now there's a sister and a brother-in-law what what do you want me to get out of this meal what can i do to maybe get a chuckle out of you where do you want me to focus my attention i mean i won't take much i mean getting getting uh my brother-in-law to put down his samsung smartphone might be tough but i think you could do it is he glued to that sammy he's he's a little glued to the phone but who am i to hate am i'm I'm glued to the phone too i'm just glued to the right brand so you're you're glued to the phone but also one thing i've noticed about you when it's time to put the phone down you you are disciplined with that you will like sitting down to a meal i'm pretty good the phone is down you ain't you ain't over here scrolling or at least you try not to be which is no i'm not out of control i'm not out of control well i mean i think there was a time where i was definitely he's not single I, i was out of control with the with the with the phone at certain points in my life, but luckily now I've learned to tone it down. Yeah, but also, I think it's also when like when you're around, when you're just like eating with your parents, like you don't give a fuck. You're just gonna like if you're having lunch with your mom or whatever. You're like you got you got nothing you got nothing to worry about, so you're just gonna be on the phone. But if you're there with like friends or a life partner, then maybe better to put it down. Yeah, when I'm with, when I'm with you, I don't want to talk to you, so I will be on my phone as much as possible. Uh, Do you want me to clown your me. brother-in-law? Sure, yeah, and my dad too. Let them have it. Okay. Are they able to take uh take a joke? Are they able to snap and snap upon and receive a clap I, and a clap? I back? mean, look, they're related they're, they're related to me. So I feel like they have to put up with a certain amount of this from anybody that I bring into mm-hmm. the household. Oh, okay. So you've um, already you've already worn them down. But what kind of I mean, the the real question is what kind of libations do you want to get in your little TJ Zinger bag? Uh, it's this it's gonna be martinis only, baby. Should I bring the shaker in? Oh, my, so in I, my carry on. You should bring the shaker because we do. I I do. I did check the um. I did check the garage fridge here, and there is a nice big bottle of Grey Goose. <laughs> okay, so that's a little I, nicer than you're used to. So take it easy, okay? Yeah. Okay. This well, ain't Tito's, bro. Don't come for big TDs. <laughs> but you know what? We do have Jason for Christmas. Which how could I forget? The good folks at non-alcoholic uh, aperitif Gia were nice enough to send me a bottle of their product, so we're going to do a little Ooh. tasting. Um, okay, so chestnuts roasting on the open fire, a Gia, Gia rocks in my hand, big bag of chestnuts <laughs> in the other hand, and we're over here talking about what a great year we had spreading the holiday cheer and whatnot. I can't wait to dive into exactly. my into my bottle of Gigi. I can't either. I, I mean, I'm going to have to ask you to maybe check out the Gia website to um, check for, for some cocktail recipes. Oh, you know, that'll so you, be fun. Because I don't think you're supposed to. I don't know if you're supposed to just drink it like raw. I heard it's a little thick, like vampire blood or something. Yeah, it 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 does appear to be a cloudy and viscous um, pseudo libation, and I'm excited to kind of play around with that viscosity. I'm not I'm not afraid to guzzle down something thick. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I. <laughs> I'm ready to wow, swallow. I know I'm you're ready not. to swallow those kids. No destiny's child. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I I hope it's herbaceous in flavor. Um, oh, it's going to be I, a I movie. I I mean, we even... should we should create. I mean, we'll have a little downtime on the holiday break. We'll have a bottle of of Gia, and we're going to take that bottle with us in the car as we circumnavigate uh-huh. America's South. So and we should. If we get so maybe we make a for, themed cocktail. <laughs> If we get pulled over for throwing 200, 300 on the dashie, then we'll be like, officer, officer, don't worry. 
And he'll be like, oh, so, 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 so sorry. I didn't realize that was a bottle of Gia. Uh, you folks have a good day. Excuse Carry me, on. sir. You're, you're going 200 miles an hour in the Suburban, but you're, you have a rocks glass in your hand? I, I think you're drawing a little too much attention to yourself. Yeah, sir, this we, is we are not allowed to be operating a motor vehicle with a open <laughs> container. And you'll be like, sir, <laughs> sir, um, looks like the joke's on you. I hate to be a bearer of bad news, but this is a non-alcoholic. <laughs> Um, spirit, and he'll be like, a, whoa, 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 "What? I didn't It'll know really that existed." A, a, yeah. And then you know, we'll get it, we'll get into it, and we'll we'll show him. Like, well, maybe do you we have should a Meyer make, lemon maybe, on hand because I can whip something up for you. I can give you something in your, for your yeti, there, officer. Um, I think maybe <laughs> yeah, what, maybe what we could get the yeti, get the hydro flask full of hot hot gear. It'll keep your gear warm all like for eight eight to sixteen hours. Maybe maybe what we should do is make a Gia cocktail in each location. Yeah, you know. Yeah, um, something for the Patreon. <laughs> yeah, it'll be good. Yeah, some of the Patreon. Good. So we have a we have like a country we have like a lot a country theme you know in Nashville like a line dancing kind of theme cocktail. Okay, you know? so that is going um, to be that's going to be Gia. Okay, so you this is what you do. You get you get a bottle of Coca Cola, <laughs> full fat. <laughs> full fat coke or maybe an Classic. rc cola if you want to get real regional and then you pour mm-hmm. out a couple tablespoons or you chug it you know mm-hmm. give it to one of the kids or something and then you fill it up with a handful of boiled peanuts and then top it off with a nice <laughs> couple couple jiggers full of gia <laughs> i mean honestly should yeah we call that a nashville because the way you're describing dog, the, the the way you're describing the consistency of, of Gia, it does remind me of lean. So mm-hmm. maybe, yeah, maybe we just get, we stop, Gia, we stop. What did I say? Gia is an abbreviation for Gowanus Housewife <laughs> Investment Associate Investment Accelerator. <laughs> yeah, Gowanus Housewife Investment get, Accelerator. Once I, we, I get a couple of Gias in me and I'm a housewife in Gowanus, I'm like, I think I think we should get Tesla stock. I'm I'm gone right I now. think we should. I heard it's going up, 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 up. I think what we do where, is we hit quick we trip. Feel, where do we feel about Bitcoin right now? I'm seeing a lot of action. We hit quick trip. Mm-hmm. We hit quick trip. We both get double cups, fill them up with ice, mm-hmm. and we just mix the Sprite with the Gia. Okay, it's going to be a dirty Gia Sundays <laughs> going down. Yeah, I think that's, you know, they had Duce Palooza. We're having Gia Palooza, and it's in the suburban. <laughs> Gia Palooza, <laughs> we pull up, we pull up to any Whole Foods on Lennox, bitch. Come fuck with me, boy. Um, I'm over here. Jason, at Everlane. we're gonna dip. I'm gonna dip. Yo, I'm gonna dip. I'm gonna dip. I pulled up one to Everlane. And they said they didn't see you there. <laughs> I'm gonna dip one of your cigarettes in Gia. Yes. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Honestly, we, we, I'm gonna, we're giving I'm gonna, the ideas away. Yeah, sh- Shorty Rock. Uh, she smelling like Gia. <laughs> backwood guts and pussy you know what i'm saying <laughs> i dip i take one of jason's american spirits you dip it in the gear you're gonna be seeing spaceships on Ooh, bank head t- take off and go to mars gone off a gear dipper <laughs> that's a good idea honestly it's a great idea i i, I do think that uh, see that's the problem maybe with these non-alcoholic bottle, did you get only one bottle of gear because the with the amount of content that we'll be creating around this entire that's true and i mean who does your cocktail program? That's that's the question, and once, we're going to need a whole case. Once once they see us tagging them relentlessly in content of you and I drinking Gia and Sprite out of a double cup, I'm sure the case will come. You already know what the business is. Is, is Gia coming on the pod? <laughs> uh, we could get Gia on the pod for sure. I mean, I, I think that once we have Julia on to talk about non-alcoholic cocktails mm, um, I, and her book, board. I think it would be... I think it would be nice to kind of have a, a an actual, you know, because have, have the actual creator of the mm-hmm. coolest non-alcoholic cocktail. Yeah, what we're doing is we're creating something a little, a little something called drama. We're storytelling. And, you know, all, when we're poking fun at all of these brands and products, it's only out of love. And it uh, it is usually with the goal of having that person be like, who the fuck are these pieces of shit? And then eventually we get them on the pod. We squash the beef, and then we, uh, you know, we're friends for life. And and Gia, and we're toasting Gia, and that little bag's coming because you know, I, I mean, like, 
you know, once you cut me a check, I like whatever you're selling. That's just how it works. You know what I mean? That's how. So something they might not tell you about podcasting is, you know, once they cut the check, we like what they're selling. Yeah. That, when we were talking to Walter on the last podcast, we were like, yeah, so you don't, you turn down a quarter of a million dollars for a K- Kentucky Fried Chicken commercial, but then I remember you having a endorsement deal with Doritos, and he's like, that's because Doritos is good. <laughs> yeah, it's just, he look, know, the, he knows the facts the don't matter, guys. Exactly. It's smart. It's good business. And we're the same know? way. Yeah, um, people came for me um, because I used to joke around about sweet green a lot back in the day. I'd never even had it. It was just like a funny thing to do. And now, and now they're like, bro, you, what do you, you're like a, you're like a sweet green head now. I'm like, yeah, man, I, I tried the product. Yeah, bitch, I enjoyed get, it. And here I am. I tried the product and they fucking put some, I actually, speaking of Jason, we need to re up the cashew bucks, bro. Cause your boy spent them all. Yo, Nate, if you're listening to this pod right now, I just want everyone to remember that this holiday season, we're all getting fat. <laughs> we're all over, we're over here eating too many goddamn hunks of beef and briskets and, and pumpkin pie fuck that put it down we need some raw shaved beets with a vegan green goddess dressing so pull up at sweet green and uh make sure you do that and then nate i know you're listening to this make sure we get more cashew in our accounts that'd be so nice because i am yeah because we ain't talking about this for i'm you i mean unfortunately there's no there's no uh sweet green locations in the south it's uh it's it's actually not at all crazy to me no other than there's a fake sweet green there's like a, a really impressive fake sweet green in Atlanta, like to the T, and it's pretty good. Um, Does it have a but, funny name? Uh, why can't I remember what it's called right now? I can't remember what it's called, which is bad. But yeah, it's it's like it's near Sid Mashburn. It's on the west side. It's it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, oh, just upbeat. to get a upbeat, upbeat, b e e t. Ooh, baby. I mean, to get a to get a that? styrofoam cup of. I mean, wouldn't it be cool if all the sweet greens in the south just had like styrofoam cups and like nothing was sustainable at all? They're just like, yeah, fuck it. That would be cool. That would be cool. <laughs> which we don't care. We got biscuits for some reason at this location. <laughs> we got biscuits uh, and sweet. Did you notice tea? <laughs> all the all the greens in the salad have been cooked down with butter and oil these greens are collared in nature i don't really understand this uh i saw that sweet green is is launching a drive-through which is pretty cool i know i'm i'm very excited about that because in in times of covid now that we are not dining in at sweet green it is a little bit of a you know it's an inconvenience knowing that I'm just going to go in there grab grab my salad and bounce because they already have such a great infrastructure set up for the to go orders where you order online yeah 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 I mean you just walk you order your shit on the app it's all super easy and then you go and your your bag is just sitting there with your name on it you grab it and walk out you don't even have to it's talk weird because they do this without me telling but my bag says big CB every time which is really nice. <laughs> Well, that's because that's the uh, username that you created on, on the uh, Sweet Green Cashew app. Oh, oh, I'm oh, I'm sorry. I thought I'm sorry. I thought they really knew me there. <laughs> but but it'll it'll Damn. be so exciting to just go order your shit online, rock up to the drive-through, and then you know show them like a QR code or something like that, and they hand you your shit, and you're you're gone in five seconds. See, mm. to me, it actually I what I think more is that it's like creating i think it's giving people like a healthy option in a in a um kind of like structure they understand you, you know what i mean where it's like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you you think of drive throughs as like bad for you fast food but if, if we can recontextualize the drive through for something healthy that's probably good for well, society chris the the word recontextualizing is close but i have a better one for you it's called disrupting have you heard of that phrase that's um that's where Shit. you take i'm sorry i misspoke i'm just, sorry to disappoint you tj you, you absolutely turn it on its head is what you do but i i agree mm-hmm. like re I, um you know reimagining what we think about the drive-thru i would love that option you know so many times i'm like oh i'm like i should eat something i'm hungry i i don't have much time you know and you're like what's close what's fast what's easy what's around here if, if there was a salad bar drive-through option i would be pulling up all the time and i would you know it would probably put years on my life instead of eating fucking oh, I, fries i mean i haven't been in a drive-through in literally years uh but i do think that that is how a large portion of of americans consume food and i think that the options for that 
are i mean obviously sweet greens are gonna get cheaper because they have a drive-through which i think is another barrier to healthy food but Mm -hmm. this is i think the the idea of a drive-through could help help people who have that money to spend it a little more wisely uh for their bodies Mm -hmm. than than uh you know a a frosty to dip your fries in if you uh you know if this if this trend keeps going on the trend of you know not dining inside of restaurants and things like that do you think that auto manufacturers are going to start making the insides of cars larger and then potentially with like a dining table set up because we're just going to be eating in our that cars is now? incredibly depressing but maybe i mean <laughs> because i've been he probably like, already done it yeah bay and i have been eating in the car like probably once a week in the last few months because certain foods I mean, that we'll Tesla, pick up to the go. Tesla doesn't, the Tesla doesn't, you can't get in the Tesla app and just hit picnic and the car turns into a field with a, with a nice, <laughs> nice, nice blanket. Well, that's kind of, you know, where I'm getting at. Will the, will the cyber truck be fitted with like, oh, here's a little thingy where you have your, here's where your, your napkins I mean, maybe. and forks go and here's an area to put your plate and maybe a little little trash can receptacle in the middle to put it all in and then maybe I mean, that's a disgusting, that will air, but, circulate I mean, the air so your car don't be smelling like onions and shit there's a lot of I it, mean eating in the car is do. eating in a car is my nightmare i hate it i know i hate the smell is it eat, i worse? hate it it's not all, as bad as it. eating in bed though that's insane if you do that you're a serial killer <laughs> yeah unless you're is, at a hotel four star and up um, and I still wouldn't do it. But sometimes, I mean, I, I also do not enjoy eating in the car, but sometimes it's what you have to do depending on the type of food that you're ordering. Like certain foods, you know, 20 minutes later, once you get home and set up at the crib, it's it just tastes like ass. You know, it's all fucked up. Your French fries, you got to eat that shit fresh. You know, if you're getting like some tacos, they're all, you, they wrap the tacos in foil and you get it home, it's just like a soggy, mushy mess. That's, that's no, that's true. I mean, fries don't travel well. We all know that. Um, we all know that. Yeah, well, you know, it looks like our listeners have a lot to think about. It looks like all the sweet green founders that listen, Elon Musk, you know, start, time to start turning the inside of the Cybertruck into a nice dining room. <laughs> uh, you know, I've been thinking about what car I'm going to get, man, you know? Oh, yeah, when you when you come to Cali and Feb, what what the whip appeal yeah, is going to be? Yeah, I don't know. Like, so I'm you're gonna seeing, do? Are you gonna try to do like a one-year lease or something? Yeah, I guess. I don't know what I'll figure. It out. I need to talk to that lease broker that you guys know. Mm. I'm really interested in that whole thing existing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, just which all you got to do is tell them which color G wagon you want, and then they literally handle everything else. It's super simple, and then you just drop it off. Under yeah, your I mean, the problem G wagon's probably a little, little. That's a little much for me, but I, I do, I weirdly do like that Tesla, the Ford, the SUV one. Like, the it's mo- like pretty y? small. Yeah, yeah like I, I, I like it. I, I haven't like been inside, but I think if you. If but you, the problem is, I don't know if. Hmm? It, it, I don't. The charging thing bothers me. Even though I know it's like good, obviously, I just feel like not not knowing if I'll have access to one all the time is problematic. Yeah, that is true. Or you'll you'll end up being um, like the kind of person that's just always at the supercharging station all the damn time. Um, I don't have time for that. We're 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 running a fucking media empire. You think I have time yeah. to charge? I barely have time to charge my iPhone twelve. <laughs> Well, the I didn't get the 12 yet. I'm the just, supercharging I'm just station goes pretty fast. It's like 20 minutes. But I heard that Elon, um, a friend of mine was like talking to Elon uh, like a year ago or something, and he said that he was trying to make all the supercharging stations into like kind of like a cross between a drive-in movie and like a Sonic Burger kind of place. Where I didn't know you talked to I didn't know you talked to Grimes that often. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, grime, yeah, we grimy is all good. There, there's a there's like a little. He, he wants to set it up to where you pull up and like uh you know some cool dressed person you know wearing a fun outfit like roller skates up to the car and like takes your like smash burger order and then you you can watch mad about you or friends on on the tv in your car maybe there's i really like hope that he i really thing. hope that he doesn't do this and this then, is stupid <laughs> as hell and then the roller skating person will plug in and unplug your car when it's done charging and then it's all just charged to your Tesla account. I mean, that's a bad thing. It's a dumb example, but if it's if that is tweaked and honed, it will be nice because you know just to be able to go to a gas station or, or a filler up place where you don't have to touch anything, 
I'm happy about that. I don't, I don't like to, you know, because every time you touch the touch the nozzle, um, you know, you gotta you, you gotta, gotta hit the DS and Durga hands hand sanitizer. It's, yeah, it's rough. man. I also it sucks. I, I ordered a um, DS and Durga hand sanitizer for the trip, but I also ordered a uh, air freshener for the car, which I think is a nice touch on my part. What brand? DS and Durga, the the one that makes that great hand sanitizer that I got. So you did not go for the Frederick Mall car car freshener. Damn, I actually slipped my mind, but there is a nice Frederick Mall um, shop and shop at Neiman Marcus at Lenox Square, so I could hit that before you get here. So I looked up the the DS and Durga <clears throat> automobile big air sir, freshener. Big Sur after the rain. Big yeah. Sur. Okay, the, it looks like it has kind of like cartoony hand-drawn artwork on it, a little Dear Dana. Yeah, I don't, lo- I don't, which is I don't love the artwork. I don't love the artwork, but I love the smell. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah, I mean, maybe we you know, can, you know, we'll we'll hit a little gaff tape over it. That's kind of like a Hollywood secret. You know what I mean? Mm, I've heard about gaff tape and what it what it's capable of. It's pretty cool. It comes in a lot of different flavors too. Big Sur after the rain. Well, this is going to be good. You know the vibe. The candle sixty five. Okay, that's not bad. No, it's, it's I, I just really like this one particular smell, and the hand sanitizer is out of this world. But people came for me because it's thirty dollars. People can't. I'm like you, fucking losers. If we have to use this shit all the time, spending thirty dollars on it isn't that crazy. It ain't tricking if you got it. Am I wrong? It ain't tricking if you got it. The the unbroken shirts did go out, Jason. Right? Yeah. The the how long gone T-shirts went out this weekend. If you ordered one, thank you for that. The few, the proud. But yeah, it did sell out. It was a smaller order, but hey, there's a lot of people out there who. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you to all our recovering hardcore heads. You know, for listening to this podcast. You know, it's it's a. Uh, it's it's wonderful to for people to get the stupid jokes that we make and be excited about um you know walter a very impressive career musician maybe we'll get more hardcore heroes on the podcast i mean how, are there any other ones who are we gonna that's get? the problem do you think carl I, I don't think carl from earth crisis has lived such an interesting life we gotta get carl from earth crisis on the podcast now i'm dying to hear what i'd rather i'd say. rather I'd rather talk to you over and, and over we, and over. If we uh, can get him, then we can get Moby, who I really would love to get on. Moby, we could. I think we could get Moby on like through some channels of our own. Please. I want to talk to that little freak show so bad. We're pretty connected in the music business, Jason. I don't know if you know that. We meaning me. I know. Sometimes I forget. Except for the EDM community, which weirdly I'm making waves in right now. You are, and I'm proud of you. Well, I mean, my ultimate, you know, my my goal that I'm working on in my back channels is to try and get Lily Allen on for you, your Whitney mate. Well, like I look, she she has so the far. New I've done a cold email to, to her and manager, and no no response yet. But <laughs> no response. I'm not surprised. She is a mother of two, I believe. She's married to David Harbour, star of uh, that bad show. Um, what's that show called? I don't know. I've never heard of that Stranger Things. Oh, oh, yeah. That's yeah, you right. have. You would reckon. You know who he is. He's know, he's actually very famous, like man. character actor. Yeah, but you know, he he. I used to see him. I think he went to a therapist in my in my therapist complex, and he would be very. You know, he kept a hat on. I'm like, bro, you're not that famous. <laughs> he got guap though. You know what I mean? He got guap. But when people when people like when like reality guap. stars wearing like a hat low, and you know, we still need to mm-hmm. work on our. I'm still I'm still working pretty hard for a, a cast member of 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 Southern Charm to come on the podcast live from Charleston. Jesus, that's going to be sick. I'm not exact. I have an email into Shep's people. They have yet to respond, but Shep is aware of us and did read the Vogue story and said he was interested. So Hell you know, yeah. if, if 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 anybody out there could push him over the edge, I'll take Austin. I mean, Patricia's the dream guest. Obviously, if we could broadcast from her house, I think Jason and I could charm her. Um, but that's really <laughs> it. I mean, that's well, kind of where we're going for Christmas. Why don't we get his address and we'll send over a carton of menthols with a nice card. <laughs> just to try and co-work him onto this podcast what no i think we i think shep we would need to send over like a 24 pack of rare ipas um and maybe a new rash guard you know because i think he's catching some waves out there at folly beach you know for all my south carolina heads they know what the fuck i'm talking about i feel like i'm back home in the oc with uh with some bomb you, it's, IPAs it's and a you rash know guard. it's not dissimilar it just it's lacking sublime and sunshine but similar Lacking in sublime. Okay. Well, Chris, thank you for potting. God bless. Hope everyone has a great Jason, holiday. Jason, thank you for we- potting. I'm gonna go hit. I'm gonna go hit another mall. Uh, just living the dream, baby. We're doing no days off. Uh, does Chris? What day does Christmas fall on? Is it Friday? 
Christmas is Friday, yeah. So I mean, we're gonna we're gonna in in your stockings this week on Christmas morning, we'll have a new episode of the podcast. We don't have no goddamn days off, bitch. We ain't taking days off. New Year's Day, you get a podcast. It's Christmas Day, you get a podcast. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not. I mean, I'm going for. I mean, Christmas Day, I'm waking up like I don't care what Santa's plans are. My plan is to work out. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, we're you we're know. keeping real sweatshop hours over here, baby. You know what I'm saying? Our mental that's, is crumbling. That's what we do because <laughs> because we know you got. What are you guys going to do? You got shit to do. Mm-hmm. All you're going to do is listen to podcasts and look at the internet like you do all the time. It's just going to be less work. Yeah, maybe. listeners, what are you going to get me for Christmas? Listen to some ads, okay? Yeah, exactly. put a little do re me in my pocket. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Jingle, uh, jingle. All right, thank you, TJ. Um, listen to How Long Gone Radio on Spotify. We're absolutely fucking murdering it. Just introducing you to all the great and terrible new music that comes out every week. Um, that that also just continues. That'll be out the day after Christmas this week. Mm, um, and uh, that's it, really. That's it. Thank yeah, you for I guess listening. For this, we love you. This, um, this next episode of How Long Gone Radio, we should probably do our 2020 tunes of the year. Yeah, I think we should do a top five 2020. I mean, my list is already kind of out there, but I can pick my favorite five to really hone it in and and go toe-to-toe with TJ. Hone it in, please. Okay, good. Okay, I will. Okay, thank you guys for listening. Love your work, bro. I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Later.